Hello, brewery fanatics, and welcome back to another episode of Brewery Travels. I'm your host, Joel Geyer, otherwise known as Brewery Travels on social media. And this week, we are going back out to the great state of California. And if you recall, if you've been listening for a long time, you'll remember that one of the early episodes uh, that I did was on San Diego. And obviously, the San Diego metro area is well known for beer, and there is a lot of beer and a lot to discuss when it comes to San Diego beer. And we briefly touched, I believe, on, on a couple breweries as you strayed further away uh, from the city of San Diego itself. Uh, but back in 2020, I went on a podcast called I Like Beer the Podcast, which is based in North County of San Diego. And the guys there had a great time ta- talking with them and felt like it was time to kind of revisit the area and actually dive more into the beer scene up there. Because as we're going to discuss, it's technically part, yeah, it's San Diego County, part of the greater metro area, but it's got its own thriving beer scene up there, and I'm really excited to talk about it. Um, and as always, I have two amazing guests with me, Jeff and uh, Jeff. So we're going to go with Jeff S. and Jeff R. Uh, so okay. people keeping track at home, we got the two Jeffs. Uh, but anyway, you guys, thank you for coming on. And just a brief intro about what got you into beer and how you're part of the beer community, Jeff S. Hi, great to be back, Joel. Thanks for, for having us on your show. It's good to see you. Um, We have been doing our podcast for getting close to four years. And we started, we were doing brewery travels like like your start. And we thought uh, one summer or one spring break, we didn't do any brewery travels. We sat at the beach of Mexico drinking beer, thinking, missing, traveling and telling stories about our travels and thought someone would listen to this. We should make this a show. And besides that, we're witty. And so we put a (laughs) show together and and we're doing that. I, I think my starting craft beer i turned 21 at the same time carl strauss opened up in uh san diego kind of the godfather of craft brewing in san diego and shortly after stone came on board and ballast point came on board and coronado all those kind of happened at the same time pretty much big name after big name (laughs) yeah they weren't big names then they were you know they were nowadays though yeah absolutely but but now they are they're they're the beginning of craft beer in san diego and also nationwide and that's where my beer drinking really took off and been very spoiled to live here and, and kind of grow up with the scene. Absolutely. And uh, Jeff R. Yeah, much in the same. Again, thanks for having us on. It's good to see you again. Um, much, much in the same in terms of how we started this. We were it kind of started stemmed from us having some, uh, what do you want to say, kind of breweries that we really really wanted to go visit we went to see those those breweries and and what we really liked about all of our visits and and travels were just the stories about the breweries and and you know why why the brewery was called a specific thing why they named a beer a specific you know name and that kind of stuff and so that's that's what we kind of decided to really focus on with our podcast um you know not so much kind of nerding out on the beer although we we can we have done that and we're getting better at doing that i think we learn a lot from a lot of our our guests especially when you get some of the guys that are uh the, these these brewers that are at big time breweries come on and they can really educate you and even down to your home your your home brewer um but that's been kind of fun to be able to go out there and, and get those stories and and some of those unique stories on in terms of uh, again why a beer is called what it is and so on and and i would say i'd, I'd echo my start very similar to jeff because we both grew up in the same area in the same place and and have lead, led pretty similar lives to this point in terms of uh, where we work and you know so on. But uh, I also had a, a brief uh, stint uh, right when I first got out of college. Uh, I was living down in Solana Beach uh, by the beach, and I was one street behind the original pizza port. And uh, and so that was fantastic to go over there, not only to get great pizza, but that was kind of a, a place where you started in you know now. Port Brewing is there is, is what you know with their thing and there now they're all over the place but uh, that was a another one for me um, you know and then obviously here locally by us where we live uh, Green Flash was another one that mm. uh, that's, that's mm-hmm. probably the first brewery that I ever went into a warehouse like I actually went into a, someone said hey come over to this place they open up their warehouse you know um, like Saturdays and Sundays and you can come in and, and and drink beer there that was one of the first ones I ever did and it was right over it was their original location uh, which actually changed I think and then became like latitude 33 and then now it's i don't even know it's a kombucha place i think now but so that that was a while as well yeah absolutely well i mean big name after big name that we can talk about obviously uh but so like i kind of alluded to in the intro it it was a few years ago that i went on your podcast but i remember that we talked about how like you know you guys talked about how north county likes to be kind of considered its own separate beer scene that it's not just 
doesn't necessarily just need to be lumped in with the city of San Diego. So where do you guys kind of draw the line in terms of what you consider to be North County? Is there just certain cities? Is there a part that, you know, some, some places it can just be a road or a highway, whatever the case may be <laughs> that you would draw the line for. And the second part to that, uh, Jeff, are, do you feel like there's anything in particular that differentiates North County breweries from the other areas in the metro area? Yeah, to, to go on your first question, I mean, San Diego is a, is, a, is a big county. When you take the San Diego as a whole, I was kind of thinking about it prior to start. You know, I mean, we are up in what is called North San Diego County. Um, you know, the, the, there's a, a highway that runs east to west here that is called the Hop Highway. Um, I think I, I I looked in in January. I think there were 150 breweries in San Diego County at that time. Um, I'm sure that's gone up and down a little bit in in four months. Um, but I would bet you I don't know the exact number, but I would bet you there's probably 35 to 40 of those are just on that Hop Highway, uh, which is right. Like I said, that runs straight through. Um, it connects the coast to to the inland area, um, and so that's that's a big part of North County. But I would say North County extends all the way down to about Del Mar. Um, Del, Del, Del Mar Viewpoint Brewing. Yeah, Viewpoint Brewing Excellent. would be the yeah. Anything south of Viewpoint San Diego can have. Anything Viewpoint <laughs> North is, is we claim. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. I wanted to have a definitive, <laughs> that's like, it. here's yeah. the line. That's where we're In drawing. Fact, like, you know, sand. But I would say, like I said, if you echo that, and I was looking, and then, and then you go just beyond that Viewpoint, that's where Miramar is, which is called Viramar, and that's where Ballast Point is and Ailsmith, all those. Then you get down into San Diego proper, and that's where you've got North Park and all of that whole thing. And then you can go East County. Um, and, and there's some great breweries down in, in the East County that we've, we've had the opportunity to go or uh, out to these kind of, and then South Bay or South County is another one where there's a bunch. So there's so many different regions oh, yeah. within regions here, you know, and, and so I don't know that there's anything that's unique or differentiated. I think one of the things here for us to me is just the wealth of breweries. I mean, just for an example, yesterday went on a bike ride, left from my house and we actually went to three breweries yesterday on that bike ride and drove by about, a, about 10 other different breweries. <laughs> Um, that are all within yeah. two or three miles of where I live, you know, and so like I said, just that wealth of of, of breweries and and um, you know those opportunities are fantastic. And we were kind of common because it was funny. I went on on the other night, Friday night, we went out to a brewery that's not very far from where I live, but kind of a little in, in San Marcos here. Um, and we went to there, and they it's they have a great it's a great sour game and all that kind of stuff. And I came back, and as we were driving, I'm like, why don't we go there more often? And it's just like because. Mm -hmm it's 10 minutes there's away just, and there's 15 there's other so breweries that are three minutes away yeah. you know so it's it, i honestly it's just a wealth of riches um you know i so i think the thing for you you know people listening that are thinking about doing brewery travels and maybe you get into this later question is um it's just like going anywhere else if you if you stay in just downtown san diego you're going to go to great breweries you're going to find some unbelievable places uh but you 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 know a better trip would be kind of give yourself a little time in each of those areas um Plus, North County is just way nicer than downtown San Diego. From a, uh, we have better beaches. Our our uh, traffic's better. Um, you know, it's it's just a it's a little little slower pace of life here. So, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Well, I mean, and, and people have listened to that. I know San Diego is one of my favorite beer cities, and I've I've been to a handful. You know, up in North County, I definitely need to go back. And as you kind of alluded to, though, it's like you can say, oh, spend a little time in each one. You could plan entire beercations, and hardly have to leave like a, a like a few square miles essentially in different parts of san True. diego county and it, it, that it's not as you as you mentioned you said 150 breweries but there's also all these other tap rooms and you know satellite places that are also serving up all the breweries beer <laughs> and it really is just insane how many like you can be i know uh one of i was friends with uh bill he, he was the the beer san diego he was the one that he visited all the breweries in san diego county and it took him forever to do that and it's just because there are just so many options. And so Jeff, that's what are kind of your thoughts? I know we kind of already laid down the law on where that border <laughs> is drawn, uh, but what are kind of your thoughts in terms of maybe North County and how it kind of sets up with the rest of San Diego County as a whole? Right. Well, a lot of the, the rest of the County, you'll, you'll be in a lot of tap rooms. And, and we talked about Jeff and I talked about this recently with a, with a guest on the show that it's not quite the same as being at the brewery where they make the beer. And when you're in North County, you're almost always, yeah. especially in the North End, Oceanside, Carlsbad, Vista, San Marcos, because they have reached out the community and said, we want beer makers here. We want breweries here. We want their headquarters here. Uh, you're in the brewery where they're making the beer, not a satellite room, which you know can be charming. And But if you're a beer nerd at a certain level, you kind of want to be at the brewery. 
and that's what North County gives you. I also think North County started the let's make an industrial brewery venue into something more welcoming. Let's dress it up. And it's some, you know, a lot of them still are industrial, but you walk in and then there's a vibe. It's a place worth staying where early on in the, you know, early 2000s, they were all just about the same. Every single one looked the same. And some parts of Biramar kind of look that way. You walk in. You're and going into a business park. Essentially. A, di a different color scheme, but it's a bar. Yeah the tap room and and i think north county really set the standard for let's make these if not event places at least welcoming places for dogs for families for something different at each one which which gets you moving around instead of going to the same one every time yeah absolutely well and so i know we kind of touched on this a little bit too you know kind of talking about the 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 what is the beer highway or whatever you said the hop uh, highway hop highway yep yeah the 78 and so, and like with Vista, Carlsbad, Oceanside, San Marco, San Marcos, they all have a ton of breweries yes. and the areas that, as you, that you were kind of, that you were kind of talking about, you know, Southern Vista, Carlsbad, then up the coast by Oceanside. That's where it's particularly dense with breweries. And I use that word for other places too, where it's dense, but this is really like, I would, people need to go look at just how many breweries are up <laughs> stretches because it really is crazy. So now, now that we look kind of broadly at, at North County, do you feel like Jeff S that these individual cities have like their own separate beer scene or is it yes. just still like North County as a whole one community? Oh, well, Vista is kind of the hub because Vista really went out of its way to make sure that breweries are welcome. Uh, Carlsbad has been slow in that. And so they have less breweries. What they have is great, but they're less. Oceanside is coming along like, hey, look what Vista is doing. So Oceanside and Vista really have exploded. I, I kind of divided it up as um, for each of those areas, Oceanside, Carlsbad, San Marcos, Vista, the must visit place. And the, uh, if you know, you know, to borrow a term from Jeff R. If you know, you know, brewery, um, Oceanside, for example, Bagby's must mm, visit. Yep. Mm -hmm. South O might be in that category too, even though they're new, they're, they're outstanding and they have that Oceanside vibe. You can feel like, oh, this is, this is the South Oceanside vibe. But if you know, you know, you make a trip over to Oceanside Ale Works, which was the first microbrewery in Oceanside, one of the first in San Diego. And you order up a San Luis Ray Red or a Buccaneer Blonde from his original recipes. Mark Purcell, the brewer there. Um, that's a, if you know, you know, brewery. And then now it's funny because we just started going, and you mentioned it with, with Stone and Escondido, mm -hmm. but Escondido is starting to come online. Uh, we were just at a brewery in Escondido jacked up that, that that's really just growing by leaps and bounds. You know, so some some smaller smaller level than say a stone, but it's it's funny, and that's the end. That would be the eastern end of that hop highway. Would be Escondido. Yes. Yeah. So, and and Jeff R. Then, what what are kind of your thoughts on some of these individual cities and how they've kind of obviously grown as a whole, but maybe individually as well, having their own beer scenes? Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of cool. So, like um, Vista for sure is 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 the I would say that the central hub, and and it's still it's got a great spot where you can actually go and probably with you know walk from a handful of breweries to breweries, which we don't tend to have a lot of space like that because we're so spread out, you know. So it's kind of harder to get into that. But Vista, especially that downtown area, has a lot. Um, the again, Oceanside, another one, and like I said, for us, Oceanside is it's a you know ten to fifteen minute drive. But sometimes you won't even get down there because it's like I said, there's so many other places that go on your way there. Now, I live in San Marcos, so I'll spend a little more time in San Marcos. And, and again, there's some um, uh, I really like Dos Desperados, which is 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 one that's kind of up and coming. We found that one during the during the pandemic. And and uh, it's a great little spot. Um, Carlsbad, I mean, arguably to me, has one of my favorite breweries uh, in and they are, you know, kind of they actually have tasting rooms in Escondido and downtown as well. But is version. And they have really kind of exploded in terms of their growth. It's been impressive. And I, I um, it, it, their, their stuff is fantastic and put out new beers on almost, it seems like a weekly basis and everyone's great. Um, so that's, that's been, that's, and that's a, and it's funny cause you can take that and then really not, you know, um, two miles away is Culver there in Carlsbad, which kind of took the other approach where there it's much more their locals. Um, they have a very small, you know, but, but um, dedicated group of people that are there and you go in there and it's always people in there and their beers are fantastic. And so I think that's, what's kind of cool too, is you can get whatever kind of vibe you want to go for. Um, I agree. It's, it's great. Now a bunch of them are starting to come online with food. 
Um, we went to a comedy night the other night at one, but places to hear music as well. So it's again, it's that um, that you know, going there and, and they're trying to be as family friendly, kid friendly, all that kind of stuff. You know, for for we were at the I went to Helia yesterday, which is another one that's right by me here, and they were setting up for a baby shower. So I, that wasn't a thing when I had my kids, but I would I would have gone to those baby showers. I could have my baby showers at a at a, at a brewery. And yeah, they also absolutely. do weddings and roller derby there. Yeah, they do roller. Yeah, so <laughs> roller uh, roller skate disco. Excuse me, not quite roller derby. Well, you know, it can turn it depending on how many beers they have. You know, we can uh, and what you know, songs like... playing. <laughs> but I, I also had Virgin on my must visit, and my mm -hmm. Culver is uh, if you know, you know. Uh, just two local guys trying to keep a local vibe that want to have a neighborhood like Cheers Brewery. Right. Yeah, well, absolutely. Then, not to interrupt, but again, if you're if you're in. Carlsbad, the one you have to go to is Pizza Port. Um, mm, Port Brewing. Mm -hmm. Sure. I mean, Port Brewing's on level with Stone and, and Ballast Point in terms of their history and their, you know, when, when it's it's amazing how many breweries we will go to. And not just in San Diego, but we've been to places all over the place. And and their, their brewer's tree in terms of people that got their start there and worked there, it's it's unbelievable. Um, you know, I, I, I almost was, expect I it now. Yeah. <laughs> I almost it's, expect it's, the head brewer to say I started at pizza port. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, uh, and, and ballast points, the other one is they all came through ballast point too at a, at a time. And, and, I, but I, I feel like recently it's been much more of, oh yeah, I, I've been, at, I was at pizza port at, for this amount of time, you know, so it's, that's pretty amazing. And then uh, another one that just from a quality and, and more kind of just real good traditional styles to me, one of my favorites is, and I can almost see it from my backyard is Epic Brewing. Uh, he started at Ballast Point, and uh, his stuff he puts. And yet they have see they have three locations. That's the nice thing too about yeah. San Diego is most of them now a lot of breweries have multiple locations, so you can go to their San Diego location if you're in San Diego, or you go to their and vice versa, you can go to their North County location. Um, but Epic is fantastic. They do and uh, their fest beers and and uh, you know all of those types of things. In fact, that's what I got right here. I've, I got their Glitz and Glam. This Epic. Are we allowed to drink on this show? I don't know, but I yeah I've, yeah I've, you are a hundred. I've been doing it. So, but uh, but yeah, it's, I mean they're it's so it's so good. And and Clayton the uh, he's the owner and, and head brewer there. Such a great guy. Um, you know, and like I said, those are just a handful. And there's so many other ones that you know. Uh, you know, it was funny. I was in, I'm trying to think which brewery I was the other day. I went into a brewery the other day and it had like the cheers vibe to it, right? Where you walk in there and it's like, it's all these guys just well, after their jobs, they're just going over there and having their beer. And it's, that's really cool too. So it's, it's, it's so, it, it's kind of one of those catch 22s. There's so many breweries that you want to go to and continue to go to. But if you want to also try and kind of spread out and kind of keep finding and seeing these other ones, um, you know, sometimes you won't get back to a place for a couple months or, or even longer. So yeah, you can't. I mean, there's just too many of them too. Yeah, I mean, the beach is what you should come for to spend a little bit of time at the beach. So any of those areas are great. Um, if you stay in North County, if you have kids, Legoland's right there as well. So you get that option. And you're, you know, let's say 45 minutes from from in Anaheim, so you can hit Disneyland. So it's a good central location to kind of have. It. And then you're 35 minutes the other way. You're down in San Diego, and you can hit all that stuff. And so then the nice thing is, is by making that kind of your central location, you're only, you know, within that spot, you're, you're 10, 15 minutes from all these different little bruisings. You can, you can get into Oceanside really easy. The Carlsbad ones, you can come into San Marcos Vista, hit those as well. Um, you know, and, and I, and I think it's like anything, if you try and hit all of them, we've done that where you go out and go, I'm going to hit <laughs> six breweries in a day. And that's not the way to do it. Uh, you know, do your research, pick a couple that look like really good. And, and a lot of times it's it's just go to one and then talk to the people that are out there. And they're going to say, well, if you really like this one, you should also go to that one. And and you'll kind of get that word of mouth. And, and uh, and you know, that, that's that's what we've kind of found on ours when we do our travels as well, is that we'd like to hit every brewery, but it's just impossible, um, you know. And, and uh, so you try and pick those ones that, that you know, for whatever reason, kind of jump out at you. And some, most of the time it's word of mouth um you know someone's recommended it or, or or that kind of a thing but uh i i would say that's a good plan if you're you you know you can come into san diego and and the nice thing is is if you go a little further north you're more centrally located to kind of do those different spots as far as um you know and then that way too hopefully i mean if you're coming in if you're like us and you're traveling with family then there's some stuff for for, for everyone else to do as well while you go check out all the breweries. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly how that goes. And I'm, I'm the same way. You know, I, I do very thorough research, especially when I'm going somewhere and only have like a night or two nights or whatever the case may be. But I do, I have had it happen before where I'm, I make sure that I'm flexible that if I am talking to people and I realize, hey, I need to make a little swap out, make a substitution on, 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 the, on the route, you know, definitely open to that. So Jeff, asked, well, what, what are kind of your thoughts on 
some overall recommendations if someone is planning a beercation just specifically for North County, what kind of approach they should take? Yeah, you know, there's a couple approaches if you're, you know, depending on your level of beer nerdiness or beer loving, you know, there are some meccas. I mean, we don't go to Stone anymore. We call it, you know, Lesser Sapporo. Um, but if I've never been to North County, you got the go. beer garden at Stone and the food at Stone is fantastic we've just been there a lot <laughs> and we've had a lot of stone ipas and they haven't differed much over the years so we've kind of but if i'm a first-time visitor i don't see how i'm not going to, to stone right so if if i'm that level there's a lot of biggies to hit um if you're invested in a different way where i'm looking for a style or i'm looking for what's off the map which is what we usually do like jeff said Go to the go to the one that's got the five stars that people talk about and ask them, where do you go get a beer? I, I really think that's a, a way to do it. But we used to try to hit everything we possibly could. It, and you run around like crazy and don't feel like you got to enjoy anything. Just embed yourself and plan on another trip. I was just in Ireland. We hit two places knowing we're coming back and we'll hit two more places <laughs> instead of trying to run around for nine days. We're going to two places and we're going to check out everything there. and We'll go back. So it's San Diego. Come back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and San Diego is one of those places that you can pretty much visit at any point in the year. And you're not, it's not like my home of Milwaukee where it's like, yeah, maybe don't come in January or February, you know, pick a different time of year, unless you're coming for the Bucks games, then, you know, then obviously you can't, but um, much, but it's much easier to say, oh yeah, we can go to the beaches and it doesn't matter what time of year we're going. Uh, so, you know, not really. Yeah. So, uh, so Jeff asks one, one name, you know, that we have mentioned some that we, we should probably talk about a little bit more is, is stone brewing. And it's one of the largest and most influential craft breweries in, in the country. And it was based right there in San Marcos in 1996 and is now headquartered in Escondido. And we, we've already talked about the experience that you get when you visit, especially if it's for the first time. And that was for me, I, my 300th brewery visit was at stone in escondido and it was a phenomenal experience i got a had a great tour they gave me some they would find out it was my visit they gave me a whole bunch of free tasters or even some beer that wasn't released yet and uh got the you know like i said did the tour in the gardens and it was just amazing had a great meal as well my wife loved the food there so it was just fabulous so now like over the course of the time of of, of their entire growth what has their impact been like on the local beer scene? Um, you know, 15 years ago, I really think they drove the IPA craze. And we, even up to about a little bit before COVID, you could go into a, a microbrewery, nanobrewery, and if there were 10 beers, six are going to be IPAs, maybe eight. <laughs> and they drove that and they drove that desire for that taste. Uh, I don't think they grew out of it where the rest of San Diego, um, I think we have, well, we got older <laughs> and our tastes have changed. And so I think they definitely led the way in the big, bold, hoppy IPAs, the how far can you go with bitterness? How, how big can you go with flavor? And that really ruled the day in the, in the 2010s and 2015s, but it, now you go to a brewery. We've been to a whole bunch where there's two or three IPAs and 12 other beers. And that is pretty exciting for us. So they played their role. Uh, the San Diego beer drinker, at least the, the craft brew enthusiast, is a, I want to say a snob. But we we celebrate craft and independence. When, mm -hmm. when, when Ballast Point made decisions yep. with Constellation and when Stone made decisions, I don't say we thumb our nose at them. There are just many other places for us to go spend money uh, than those places. You know, uh, Ballast Points had to battle their way back, and I think is doing a good job of yeah. being embedded locally again. But it's they had to pay their dues and take their time. And I think Stone's in a similar place. I don't think they're hurting. They've got plenty of people coming that want to see Stone. Like I think Jeff said, if we were in St. Louis, we'd go to Budweiser. Yep, <laughs> we go. We'd go check it out. Yes, um, the name. It's the it's the name that arguably. I mean, you could. There's some other that we've already mentioned, but I would say if you're going to definitively rank the breweries that the most people know nationally, 
Stone is the one in Southern California that you would probably go with as the yes. number one. When we visit places, people say, "Oh, how close are you to Stone?" Yeah, right? they get exactly. excited about yeah. that, right? So, and they are—they do put—they know how to make. They have a great menu, and their venues are really stunning. All their venues are are stunning. Right, so even they, if, they were. They're saying I was say even if you're, I, I, it was funny. I have for whatever reason I'd never been there, but you can go to their Liberty Station uh, venue, which is right down pretty close to the airport. You know, so if you're down, and it's it's phenomenal as well. Right. It's it's just a beautiful location. And, and it's got, again, the great food and everything else. Uh, so it's, it really doesn't matter where you're coming in San Diego. You you should hit you should hit stone if you've never been there. You know, just, just if you've the been experience. there, you already know there's other places you need yeah. to go. <laughs> yeah. I the same thing about Ballast Point. Right. Ballast Point is one. If you're in Miramar, you should go to Be you should go to Ballast Point because um, it's again, it's on the same level. I mean, you talk about, you know, Arrogant Bastard and Sculpin, I think probably are, are two of the biggest. Uh, drivers of craft beer in, in the United States, as far as and 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 making that scene kind of explode, especially the IPA, West Coast IPA. Those those two are probably got to be at the top, you know, top five. To, uh, yeah, they're the they're the Sierra Nevada of IPAs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's a good, that's a good call on it. Yeah, and Jeff, do you have any other kind of thoughts to add in terms of Stone's impact throughout the years? Because, like we've said, they've obviously you know there's been a lot of changes, especially in more in more recent years to stone and not probably i would assume how how they're viewed more locally than maybe nationally because again i always talk about this too with people is that the percentage of people that actually pay attention to who owns breweries is pretty minute and that's part of the reason why breweries do sell out because the the number of people that actually are going to be upset is far outnumbered by the number of people that are going to then be exposed to the brewery because they're able to sell their beer more places um but so like what what, how would you kind of see because they're their initial rise maybe and 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 then what have what how they eventually kind of transition to what they are now well i i, I guess i think i mean obviously at the end of the day it's a business so you can't i mean you can have whatever opinion you have about people running their business but it's their business and they built it to a certain area and then they decide what they want to do with it um i, I mean i would say stone and 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 again ballast points the other one i would throw in there with it right because ballast point they i think they their influence was huge obviously here initially at the in terms of as the driving force and again it's not it, what you see from those places then it becomes the people that were working there it's like they're trees right it's like a it's like a it's like a coaching tree and think about it in football a coaching tree is you know coach starts this and he has his team and you got all your assistant coaches and then they go out and become coaches and become, and that's kind of what you see from those places is just the the people that you know learn to brew um you know some started where they were just stocking and doing that kind of stuff but then they build their way up to becoming a assistant brewer to a head brewer and then they go and open up their own brewery um so i think that impact is is monumental um and 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 for us it's always really interesting just to hear the number of people that just come from those different spots again i put port brewing right in there with it um as far as their trees are just are are massive um but i i think at the end of the day where we are now it it isn't something that most people when you're talking, it's not on most people's radar you know it's it's a more of a like i think i think now like i know for us it's you go to we go to stone for food which seems kind of weird but it, it like from if you go to a brewery bagby's is somewhat the same way we kind of mentioned that earlier um but uh you, you you're going there i have i want to go to a, a, a place that has a really good restaurant oh and they've got good beer too we'll go to stone um just because they and they've kind of set themselves up that way um you know and for the longest time it, to be honest with you, uh, you know up until i'd say five well pre-pandemic it it was hard to get in there you'd go over there and, and so obviously it was still very popular um you know and, and you'd go there and there'd be if you didn't make a reservation there'd be hour waits to get in there um you know so it, it, there's definitely still an audience and they're not hurting um you know for for that but uh i, I like i said I, I feel like now if you talk to people if you go to you know people that are kind of in the internet everything else it's more on a um there's so many other options now you know what i mean i think there are places that people kind of put their their energy in and their time and their and their and their money into but like i said stones at the end of the day stones not hurting yeah yeah absolutely well i mean like i said this was more so because it is it is like one of those places that is interesting for me to hear about how because not every place has a stone brewing right i mean there's only a really i mean there's a there's a handful of places that has a big name brewery that you know Sierra Nevada and Allagash and, and Oscar Blues or whatever the case may be, but it they are for the most part few and far between for a reason, and so it is interesting to see how they have grown and evolved and, and had an influence over the local craft beer scene. And so now I, I want you both to kind of look into your crystal ball. Uh, Jeff okay. R, we'll we'll start with you. And well, what would you say the North County beer scene will look like in we'll say five to ten years, maybe? 
Because a lot, I mean, because that's the thing that people realize oh. is that craft beer. I mean, you look. We're we're talking about what is now twenty five. Like, what what are we at now? 25, 26 years for Stone, and so I mean that's not that crazy long ago, and they seem ancient compared to most craft breweries. Even in the last five to ten years, how many breweries have opened up in San Diego County? So we oh, say, yeah. oh, five to ten years isn't that long, but in craft beer, that's <laughs> that's a really long time. It's a lifetime for for a lot. So yeah, you know, it's interesting. That's a it's an interesting question to. to um, I mean, I I would assume it'll still be a thriving scene. Um, you know, because if you look at this one, I would go five years ago, right? So five years ago was kind of pre-pandemic type of stuff and you see all these things growing and then you know we got into the pandemic and and, and everything and the big fear there was oh who's going to survive you know and, and that kind of thing and and the, the crazy thing for us is we actually added breweries through through the pandemic which was was a testament i think to people just staying and saying hey i'm still going to buy stuff from you right and and and, and that kind of things um so I mean I would assume you're going to still see a, a fair number. I don't I don't know how much more it can grow because like I said I think there is a saturation point for for most things. Um, but what we've kind of noticed is if it's if you're good and you have your quality, um, you'll be okay. People will find you and they'll come to you, um, and that's what tends to happen. And it's funny if for for everyone that goes out of business, it seems like one or two more come in. Um, so I think that that's definitely something, one of the things we've seen, um, here, there's, there's two that are right real close to us in North County, uh, is, um, more of this collab, um, setup, which I think you might start to see that catch on, um, the example there. So collab is, uh, like the one that I asked in Vista, Vista collab has, uh, three breweries, a winery and a food all under the same roof. Uh, so it's a great place to go with a group of people. Um, because you go in there and it doesn't matter whether you like beer or you don't like beer, you like wine, um, you want to get food. So it's, it becomes more of a, a family place. They have some games up on the top. That's one. Um, Tipping Pint was the one we had on uh, um, a couple weeks ago. They just celebrated their year anniversary, but they have the same type of setup there where they have, it's a brewery and a winery, um, and then they're going to bring food in. So I think that's probably the next evolution too, is more and more bringing in food and trying to create more of that experience. Um, so I, I could see that happening where you get more and more of those kind of collab uh, uh, spaces catching on. Um, you know, I think that the next one I, I was talking about is because I've seen this in in other states where where maybe restrictions are a little less than we have here is you could see where you have the brewery, the distillery and the winery all under the same, you know, and then everybody's happy, you know. So yeah, you get a little bit <laughs> so, yeah. of best of both worlds. Yeah, so we'll kind of see. I mean, I'll tell you this, I know we'll still be here. So we'll be finding places <laughs> in five years to still go to and 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 spend our money there and promote. Yeah, you have you have no uh, you have a, a plethora of potential content uh to, to work through up there for sure. So Jeff, that's what what are kind of your predictions then? And also what I I don't know that you got a chance to shout out what you're drinking now for beer. Oh well I'm drinking from our Carlsbad Bray Bergeon, Carlsbad Crush, which is one of my top three beers ever. It's a pale ale. And so I'm glad to shout that. They're very kind to us and very supportive of us. So always happy to shout out the team at Bergen and what they do. Um, I'm going to say that why people have been opening breweries during the pandemic and after, I think might be a clue to what's happening in the next five, six years. Uh, Zane Brewing in downtown Vista, Tipping Pint in Oceanside, in San Marcos, uh, Blue Fire, who are former students of ours, they're not opening them up to be the next ballast point or the next stone. They've had jobs that didn't bring them pleasure or happiness, or they did, and they found this is also a way to, this is what they want to do. They want to have a community brewery, the South O guys the same way uh, in Oceanside. They want to have a community brewery uh, where people come in, locals come in and make great beer and serve it to friends and, and community members, and then invest themselves in the community. And, and all of those breweries do things right in their community, uh, invested in making their homes better. And so I see almost like a pub feel building in the next five years, local community places. But also I think I see North County working very hard to make themselves a unique, separate beer destination for the beer drinker as far as uh, tourism goes. They're investing the money in it. They're investing, you know, Vista and Oceanside have already put the, and San Marcos now has have put the, or removed the restraints to let breweries open, let it be something you can do. Carlsbad will come along, I'm sure. Um, and Escondido, I think has always been under that 
umbrella of, well, how do you have a brewery next to stone? <laughs> but it's, it's <laughs> yeah. happening now, but it's happening now. And so I, I, that's what I think in five years, they're more event places, they're more community places, but also on the bigger scheme, North County really promoting itself as, I mean, the Brewers Guild set up headquarters in Vista. They're not, they're not in downtown San Diego and they're not in Biramar. The Brewers Guild for San Diego is in Vista. And I think North County is set to, to create its own unique brewery tourism experience. Yeah, I, re I really like some of those thoughts. And I think they could be true in a lot of places, you know, talking about whether it's, you know, I think diversity is, is a big word, whether it's, you know, obviously we're hoping more diversity with, with the people working in the industry too, but then whether it's the diversity in the types of drinks that are offered in places, the diversity in the types of events and spaces that breweries have, uh, because they've kind of shown that at this point, you almost have to have, like, you have to differentiate yourself in different ways. It's much harder now just to, you, you can't just open up a, a random tap room, throw mediocre beer out there and with no theme, no, no nothing and just have it stick well. Um, yeah. unless, well you, unless, you have a, unless you have a lot of friends. Um, right. San Diegans love beer and they will support craft beer and independent breweries, but only if it's very good. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the bar is exceptionally high. Average beer will not fly. Yeah. Well, there's, and there's somewhere close, somewhere just as close with better beer. Yeah, and we've exactly. seen that. Yeah, we won't name names, but we've seen that in our, our four years of investigating this, this scene. Um, average beer, even just good beer, but nothing spectacular will not fly. Yeah, no. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and so speaking of, of the actual beers, uh, now I'm going to give you both the chance here to create a flight of four beers to represent the North County beer scene. And there aren't really any rules to this. This can focus okay. on certain styles that you think represent the area. They can focus on certain breweries, one-offs, flagships, you know, maybe famous beers. It can just be your personal four favorite beers too. It's what, whatever the case you can do. Um, if you guys, you could do a little, we do a little fantasy draft style and let you kind of go back and forth <laughs> here with, with your picks. Uh, but Jeff S., you can start us off here. Okay, I'm going to go with what I'm drinking. So I've already called it Virgins, Carlsbad, Crush. Perfect. Well, that see that right there, that would have been my probably my top pick. But I, it's funny, I started to go through the uh, things, and it was more got down to styles. But yeah, from a pale ale standpoint, that's as good a pale ale as you're gonna find. So, um, one of the things we do really, really well here are blonde ales as well. Um, and, and so I would go with, uh, I'll just pick one that I really love, and that's Culver's Mad Neighbor. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and so, uh, and then we'll go back to you, Jeff S. And that's, you know, we like beers with a story behind it. Mad Neighbor's got a story. Go to Culver. They'll tell you. I'm going to go with uh, Epic's Glitz and Glam. Sorry, Talent, oh. but I'm, I'm, I, I, know, I know that's on your list, too. Right here. I'm drinking it right <laughs> now. <laughs> um, I, got, I got backups. Do you have backups? That's good. Yeah, we can do a couple of times. We can say that. Yeah, right. Jeff, are you can you, you you can kind of double dip per se, but we'll let you have other picks too, so that way we can I, give as many shout outs that, as possible. Yeah, no, it's funny because I I made my list because you kind of said this, and I'm like, and I'm the whole thing, I'm like, well, there's no IPAs, and everyone's gonna go, wait a second, you're going to send you there's no IPAs, and I'm like, because again, every place you can go and get a pretty good IPA or a really good IPA, um, it's the other beers that that I tend to go for now when I go to places. So he took Glitz and Glam, which is honestly one of my my favorites. So I'll go with another Epic beer just to give another shout out to, to Clayton at Epic. Um, and I'll go because they just uh, released it for uh, Furling Fest is their Fest beer. Oh, so good. So good. That's a good call. I'll, I'll throw an IPA I'll, in there. I'll trade you one of my Fest beers for one of your Glitz and Glam. So then we'll be good. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna throw in an IPA. Five Suits, Planet Nectaron. Yeah. Nick. Nick Corona, who won every possible award in home brewing across the world forever, decided to open up a, a brewery during the pandemic. It's got a Las Vegas theme, and Planet Nectaron was the first uh, IPA I had that featured the uh, Nectaron hops, and it is fantastic. That's a that's a good call too, as well. And that's another place, like you said, I kind of forgot about it. And it's two and a half miles. From we were place. we were right next to it yesterday. Yeah, we, and it just kind of like I said because you just this wealth of riches. Um, I would say probably, go, well, you know what, the one I would like to pick, because they technically still are in North County, but they don't have a, a tasting room, and honestly, one of my favorite uh, craft beers I've ever had, so like, a, I'm going to give this a, uh, what would this, is, this is going to my injured reserve list for my, uh, my team here, <laughs> uh, but as Mother Earth's Cali Creamin, 
Yeah. Um, because they no tap room doesn't count. They closed all their tasting rooms in, in here. They keep saying they're going to come back at some point, but you can go to Idaho and get that. So, but it's everywhere on draft. Everywhere on draft. My wife told me to put that on my four flight thing. I went over it with her to make sure I had the right answers. That she said, and I told her I can't. They don't have a tap room. It doesn't That's count. True. That's why it's on my IR, my injured reserve. So actually, the real pick <laughs> I'm going to go with is I'm going to go to an original in uh, Oceanside Ale Works, the San Luis Red. Oh, that's right off my list. <laughs> what a great call. We must work together at some point. <laughs> All right, I got one. Vistas, Aztec Brewing. Haven't mentioned them yet. Yeah. You know what I'm going with here. Yeah. Macaroon Nut Brown. I do love brown ales. This is a Macaroon Nut Brown Ale from Aztec Brewing. Just a, an amazing beer. Yeah. The way we look at it, it's funny because we, we both have... Uh, kegerators and so it's places that we actually will purchase a keg for our kegerators and those are all beers so far every one of these beers are beers we've had a keg of so that shows how much <laughs> we like because we're willing to drink a lot of it at home so um that's a tough one because there's a lot of good ones left um i'm gonna go another one that because just because i had it yesterday and it's kind of a unique one for for here and uh name change but from belching beaver i'm gonna go uh the death by blueberry um just because mm. i love that beer it's it's so good and that's after us giving several years of meh reviews to Belching Beaver. Oh, yeah. That they have changed up their brewing game over the last year and a half, two years, and great wings also. But uh, uh, their beers really have gone through the roof. So good for them. So I'm going to gonna show. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jeff. S, and then I'm gonna I, I was going to throw out my my double IPA and triple IPAs. As yeah, people that love it. those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go for double IPA, The Dude. Yeah, promotion side ale works, which won gold medal for West Coast IPAs in San Diego. That's not easy for a, a nano brewery to do or microbrewery to do. Blue Fires, my precious triple IPA, and then we just had Jacked Up's Dragon Fruit triple IPA, weighs in eleven percent, and you would have thought you're drinking up four point eight percent sour or or tart tart fruited. It, it was delicious, but. We were a little surprised to find out they were 11% when we were, when <laughs> we were set, enjoying them. It'll set you back a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It's a danger. So yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the one that I wanted to shout out is one of my personal favorites uh, from my whole time out in California, period, at any point. Uh, and I think it won the annual, my second annual review, I think it won Best Dark Beer, was the Bear Cookie oh, um, mm. Bear Chocolate Peanut Butter. Is it the Porter? I was just trying to find it on my list here. Um, Yes, right at Bare Roots. That's that's around the yes. corner from our studio. That is yeah, Bear Roots, another great butter. Chocolate peanut butter stouts, excuse me, Bear yes. Cookie. Um, and it was just delicious. Uh, so, so good. That was my favorite beer, I think, from my time out there. And, you know, I also did get to, you know, I got to Burgeon. Um, had had some great beers there as well. Uh, obviously, we I, I mentioned, obviously, Escondido, Bagby, I, I went to as well. Had a great Belgian double there. Uh, and then I know... I know it's probably a little bit too far south, but you know we talked Lost Abbey. I had their Red Poppy Flanders Red when I was there, and it was oh so so good. Uh, but so I anyway. went to the last weekend because the Lost Abbey's original location is is shutting down, mm -hmm. and yep. I and I actually had never been there. I've been there and they've been closed. I've been there and they had a special event, so I'd never actually entered the place. So I, I made a special trip uh, there Saturday night, and it was very sad because it was an empty place. No one looked interested. <laughs> There's nothing left, but they were still pouring beers. And I had an Imperial Stout, a Serpent Stout, and it was amazing. But the venue was so lonely and sad. It really it kind of wrecked the beer. You have to just so, go to their San Alejo location. Their tap, amazing. their tap rooms yeah. are amazing. So yeah. yeah, well, and so now we've talked about a lot of we've mentioned a lot of breweries and now a lot of beers. Uh, so I want to give you each the chance here to kind of give three breweries a shout out that maybe we've already mentioned or or haven't discussed yet and just a special shout out for for one reason or other it can be just strictly on the beer it can be for the tap room it can be for the people it can be that you like their logo whatever the case may be <laughs> uh but just three breweries that you want to you want to give a shout out to here jeff s i'm gonna go with uh right downtown vista in zane brewing because it's a local guy uh, he and his wife live they walk to the brewery. He left his job at Costco, which was a pretty good gig because he had always had the dream of having a brewery. His mom had owned the right on Main Street in Vista. His mom had owned a furniture store and, and he wanted to go right in to that store, almost the same storefront, and just have a local place that has comedy nights and music 
and say so as a cabaret license. And I just think that's kind of a live in the dream thing. Like I, I don't need the corporate job. What I need is happiness. And what do I enjoy doing? I like being with my wife. I like being with my dogs and I like brewing beer and I love my community. And I grew up here and I want to invest in this community on this street that was so important to my child. I just think that's such a cool story um, in Zane Brewing, plus really good beers. Um, so there, there's my first one. I'm going to go uh, Tipping Pint, which we just visited, which off that pizza port tree, because uh, I felt that Adam Jester over there kind of had the same. Thing. He wanted to invest in the community. He wanted to, he has a coffee shop that's very popular and, and successful in Carlsbad. And he wanted to create sort of the same sort of family. He said, we wanted a place we could take our kids to and our families to. So I, want, I decided to make a brewery that fits that. And I think that's, that's just fantastic. And uh, our friends over at Epic have been nothing but fantastic to us since we started our podcast. So um, and they have great events, Furlings Fest in the spring, Oktoberfest uh, in September, uh, 80s prom. We went to 80s prom night. We got all dressed up. Jeff was my date. It was wonderful. Uh, we danced, we sang, we drank. Um, yeah, our friends at Epic, plus their beers are just every, each one's more dialed in than the next. So that one, that one's just my straight call out for the beer. They do other things wonderfully, but that beer is so good at Epic. There you go. That's a good list. Um, to follow that up, I was trying to think to kind of one actually we touched on it, but it's it would be considered, I guess, the furthest south, south most southern brewery in North County, but is Viewpoint in Del Mar. Yes, mm -hmm. they are again great location. It's right on the lagoons there, so you can sit out on their patio. Great views. Uh, Mo's their head brewer. He makes some great. His beers are are have be, are really really good, and he keeps they keep releasing and kind of fine tuning them. Uh, and they have a great menu, um, so it's a fantastic uh, spot. And like I said, I, that's one that even if you're coming just to San, down downtown San Diego and you say, hey, I, I I I can only go up to North County. That's it's not even it's like halfway to North County. Um, so you go there. Uh, what a what a great spot. And and they've been right next to the racetrack. It's right next to the racetrack. So you can hit the races if it's that time of year or, or you know, the fair or whatever else is going on. But it's a, it's a really, really cool spot. Um, other ones I kind of just just so I'm not duplicating because, like I said, I give shout outs to, to you already did that big inversion and Culver and Helia. But I, I put Battle Mage as another one just because oh, I nice. wanted to go by there yesterday. So Battle Mage is a cool one, especially if you're a nerd out, if you're a total Dungeons and Dragons nerds like, like we are. Um, they have the Iron Throne in there from Game of Thrones. You can take your picture on. Um, and those again, it's two young guys that just started. I think we went their first year, and and you know, uh, and and to see their evolution has been pretty fantastic. Uh, and and I really enjoy their their beers as well. Um, and then probably the other one I'll give a shout out to you kind of hit it, but is Blue Fire Blue Fire because it's near and dear to our hearts. Two of our former students, and these are guys that are like geniuses. Went to UCLA and Berkeley and or math major. Did all this stuff to become engineers or whatever else you're going to become. And they're like, no, we're going back and we're opening a brewery. And, uh, <laughs> and they're fantastic. And and uh, and so Tommy and Charlie and, and the Gordons over there, it's a what, what a cool spot. And, um, you know, I think that's one that that is definitely, if you know, you know, because it's a little off the beaten track. You have to, you know, to get over there. Um, but it's it's worth the effort to get over there. Very, very cool. No, those are all great names. And I will make sure that I Whenever I do get over to North County, hopefully here in the future, I can I can listen back to this and just take down all the notes. Yeah, or you <laughs> um, just but, call us. Yeah, yeah actually, well, we'll be meeting up for beers when that whenever that does <laughs> yeah. happen too. So, uh, <laughs> but I want to thank you both so much for coming on. This has been a blast to hear and focusing on, on on North County and to kind of wrap things up here. I'll give you guys the chance to kind of uh, spot off any final thoughts, conclusions about the craft beer scene there. Why people should come check it out. And also make sure to, once again, shout out the podcast where people can find you on social media, et cetera, et cetera, Jeff R. All right, I'll go first and I'll let Jeff do uh, all the other, the, the shout out stuff, because that's what he does on our podcast every week. So that's good. Um, but yeah, North County, here's what I'm going to say. San Diego is just a great spot to visit. There's no, I mean, for whatever reason. Um, and uh, like I said, it's a great spot to bring your family because there's so much to do, um, especially if you live in areas of our country where, uh, it's it's cold in the wintertime. A, a trip to San Diego is probably a pretty nice winter vacation because most likely our weather is going to be, you know, in the 70s. Most days you can still wear T-shirts and shorts. Um, and so just for that reason alone, you should be coming out. And then uh, when you come, like I said, you, you got to come to North County, uh, check it out from a brewery scene. Um, and, and again, 
there, there's something for everybody here. And, uh, you know, you can you can check our podcast out because we'll we'll give you our hints and tips. And I'll tell you another thing we kind of even talked about. I think you mentioned as well. A lot of times if you know you're coming to a brewery, especially, um, you know, not stone so much, maybe maybe they will. But a lot of them, if you reach out to them, they're going to invite you in. They'll probably give you a tour. Um you know that kind of stuff. They're really they they love to talk about their breweries and love to invite people in and and uh, it's a great opportunity for them too to kind of um, promote what they're doing. Um, you know, and so I, I that's what I would also recommend is if you yeah. know where you're going to go. Funny enough, Burgeon yeah. was one of those places that I was able to do yeah. that. I actually I was going with some other guy and he knew the guy and I was like, oh hey, and all of a sudden I'm just back there and getting the full tour. You know, just kind of in the middle <laughs> of the day. So yeah, we've the number of places we've gotten to do that is great, and I and I think that's the unique thing, like what Jeff was saying earlier about the North County because most of them are the production sites. It's very likely that the person serving you the beer is the guy who made the beer or maybe the owner. You know, that's like Dos Desperados. You can walk in there and it's either the head brewer serving you or the owner serving you in that place. Um, you know, and then you're also sitting there at the bar with, you know, 15 other guys that just came off from working in the local warehouses and stuff. It just they're just cool vibes and stuff like that. So. Absolutely. And Jeff S. You know, the story we've heard over and over again is about community. These these breweries take care of each other. They're in a guild together. Um, they support each other when we go to beer tasting events they watch each other's tents and lend each other grains and 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 sometimes even personnel when they need it uh they all seem to care about each other and, and to go back to stone what they had said at one time when i was on their tour is you know all of us microbreweries are in this together we're all in this against coors and budweiser <laughs> and i don't know if that if they say that on their tour anymore but uh <laughs> they said it at a time and that and you really feel that in the north county breweries in san diego as a whole and that's pretty cool. That's that's special. And, and I feel like in our four years, we've gotten to know so many of the brewers and so many of the people that run the breweries. I, I feel like I always kind of excited when we get treated like we're part of that community. So, yeah, that that's it. It's a it's a great place. Absolutely. Happy, they make, happy. The sunshine makes people the, happy. Yeah. And then shout out to uh, making sure that people can find you on social media, podcast, all that kind of good stuff, too. We are I Like Beer, the podcast. If you just look up I Like Beer, you just get a bunch of Mike Cavanaugh stuff or the Tom T. Hall song. We're I Like Beer, the podcast. You can find us on Instagram, on Twitter, and wherever you get podcasts. I Like Beer, the podcast.com is our website. Absolutely. Well, and if you are a new listener, you can find me on Twitter at Brewery Travels, on Instagram at Brewery underscore Travels. You can also go to my website, thebrewerytravels.com, where you can find uh, the articles I've written, interactive brewery visit maps, uh, as well as uh, links to all the past podcast episodes as well if you're wanting to look for a specific uh, place and as always remember whether it's where you're visiting or where you're living be sure to drink local everywhere cheers everyone <laughs> <laughs>